Just guys, get in a car and drive. Where's my mission? I can't get the map to tell me just where I start need to button. go. Just hit the start button. It's right there. It says map. That map's confusing. You're where right in the I? center. Uh, How is a map? Oh, dear God. My pockets are full. I'm over encumbered. That's 76, not GTA. <laughs> Wait, we're talking about 76 now. We've been talking about 76 in turn. I was talking you about You were. That was all the, the same time, thing. You're having the same my, problems between both games. <laughs> <laughs> this world is so big okay. and empty and the color palette is drab. Can we play Stardew Valley? <laughs> all right, all right. I have to ask. Has everybody been recording this? Yeah. Amy doesn't like it. Yeah. Cole, start this Hello, bitch! Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Soccer Rangers Podcast. I am Cole. I am the Green Ranger. Amy's eating chips. She can't introduce herself. <laughs> and I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm John. I'm the Silver Ranger. I'm Amy. I'm and... the Potato Chip Ranger. <laughs> there we go. That's what I thought. I was going to say. But and welcome once again to Quarantine Work Thirty Nine. Uh, <laughs> Quarantine Work Thirty Nine. Oh, good lord. Um, four. What actual week, week four, is week it? Four. It's week four. Yes, quarantine week four. Um, we're all now on the same level yep. of insanity. So, I, yep. So now they yeah, all know. No, we, we just listened to five minutes anyway. of Amy going and bitching about GTA, but really seventy six. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh. It was. It wasn't bitching. It was making a valid point. Roll the clip. <laughs> and then Rob rolled the clip. <laughs> Wow, I didn't expect to have to listen to that twice. <laughs> but in any case, uh, this week we are talking, well, well, I guess after this, it's a little bit after Easter. How was everybody's Easter? I decorated eggs. I think I'm going to go, with I think I'm going to go pro. Uh, <laughs> you decorated, I'm assuming you did that with your roommates? I mean, that's less pathetic than just nice. doing it alone, so sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, if you decorated eggs by yourself, that's fine. Good. <laughs> Uh, and I'm assuming you had you did something with your folk Gosh. with uh, your family that was at, around your place, John. Yeah, my nephew came over, so it was nothing but Easter bunny and Easter eggs. So it was amazing. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> What'd you do, Rob? Rob, you uh, always I you've always left at the end of SoccerCon to go for like a dinner and everything. I feel like Easter is a very big thing for you. Usually, yes. This year, no. As it should be. Because, <laughs> yeah, th this year, for obvious reasons, uh, my family's health uh, barred me from going to see them. Plus, uh, I will admit, I spent a majority of my day fighting with Comcast, because despite the fact that my download rate was the healthiest that I've seen it in quite some time, uh, my upload rate was in the tens of kilobits for an entire day. Well, actually closer to three days, but... I digress. When I needed my upload rate to work, so it, it didn't. Isn't that how it always is? Uh, depends what you have. You're, you're, yeah, I mean, here, could it be said? Here's the thing. So Sorry. normally, Amy I has a pun to say. say. Amy's yes, yes, pun. Me once, and then Rob naturally started talking in the conversation, but I gotta get my pun out, and now it's not funny. Could it be said that your kilobytes pun. on Easter Sunday rose again? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, continue with the natural flow of conversation. But no, what I was saying is that I, is whenever you do need, do need your internet to work, it never does. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I don't know. This one's kind of unique here. So for anybody that has not actually looked at what their internet data rates and all that stuff really apply to. So download speeds are always going to be faster. Mm -hmm. That's just the way that things are. Uh, I go and pay for 200 megabits per second because uh, there's a lot of devices on my network. And for some reason, even though I don't use that whole bandwidth, if I don't have enough speed for some reason... It never seems to be there when you need it to. You know, good old Comcast, just doing what they do. Uh, but upload rates are traditionally much lower on there. Despite having 200, my maximum upload is only like 10 megabits, which is totally fine for most applications. Mm -hmm. But once again, 10 megabits, not 10 kilobits. So, as I'm sure we're going to be talking about here in a minute... We participated in a Discord SakuraCon event. You know, tried to go and do our part, you know, keep the world happy, keep, you know, all of us con people from going crazy. Uh, we put together in under two weeks a dating game, which I am weirdly proud of, despite us having very minimal scripting and all that, to go and have it all jive and play together well. It really came out better than I expected. It was supposed to go live at noon. On Sunday, it was almost midnight by the time it finished uploading. Ooh. Yeah, I was, I was asleep, and I got a text, and I saw it. And I was like, "Oh, the dating game's <laughs> up. I'm going back to sleep." That was mine yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, no, like I felt terrible. It's like, okay, you know what? It's done. I'm getting it out. I don't even fucking care that we well, missed we everything. Well, we were on time for our other content, so. Mm -hmm. Yes, thankfully things worked properly on Friday, uh, as Amy hosted an absolutely stellar event. <laughs> you hosted, I co-hosted. I took. I a stand free by my statement. I actually realized that. Uh, sorry, I realized at that, that moment that we actually had a Twitch page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Amy, you um, were saying. I I lost my train of thought completely. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So, you were you were talking about your oh, panel okay. that you ran, that was very yeah, well received. So, uh, we did a panel on skit writing, which um, I gutted a prefabricated Google Drive PowerPoint template, uh, which worked really well. It made it seem like I was good at PowerPoint because there were all these different arrangements <laughs> of information. <laughs> That's the point of I'm like, oh, this one is vaguely the soccer arrangers color scheme. Sure. Um, <laughs> We actually had some clips from uh, skits we did as examples, uh, which is really cool to be able to review those and that we have done enough stuff that we, we have examples for just about every category. Um, and we use some uh, stuff from Mama Samu as well, since we've collaborated with her closely for a long time. Um, but it was really well received. People had good, good uh, questions. Um, I think we had... Uh, we had rotating people. I think we had 20 people just about the whole time, which, you know, panel attendance, even at a regular con, 20 is an okay turnout. Um, especially the longer I go to con, the less people want to go up to panels because we all just want to walk around in our costumes these days. It seems like the cosplay culture has become more and the panel culture has become less. But like we say on the show, go host a panel. You'll make con better. Um... And now we have this slideshow just ready to go for, for doing it at con. I mean, we might need to edit it down a little bit. Um, and mm -hmm. yeah, and on the technical side of things, uh, through Discord, 
you can, I learned, actually host as an admin and not allow anybody's mics to work. I did not know that at the time of presenting, um, how I would coordinate that with Rob and I talking and not letting everybody else do, and I didn't want to risk everybody chiming in. Um, Kat Valentine Cosplay hosted a really good panel on mental health, and for that kind of panel, it was good mm -hmm. that everybody could speak with their voices and chime in at the appropriate times, but for our panel, I really just wanted to leave questions for the end, which is the traditional way to run it. Um, so yeah, it was really well received. It felt good. Um, it was Friday, the first day of this online Discord SakuraCon. And what that kind of was is um, Sakura Scoops organized it to create community. There were all these different boards. I don't know what they're called on Discord. I'm very Discord illiterate. Um, <laughs> rooms? Channels! Ding, 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 ding. Channels. You win a potted cactus plant. Just be glad it's not getting yeeted at your face. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have tried to catch my cacti on many occasions because they're on my windowsill, which is the worst place for them. Uh, but yeah, and it, it was good. The, the conversation throughout the Discord was, was lively and consistent, and um, it, it was pretty good for something that was, you know, definitely didn't have the time frame that most con planning people had. And a lot of people seem to appreciate it. So I, I appreciated it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long yeah, did no. it take you to make that slideshow? Um, I just got really into it for like two hours, I would say. I was joking. I actually am pretty okay with PowerPoint, too. And I kind of knew what I wanted to do. Uh, so in the past, I've hosted panels on things I'm not very knowledgeable about. Um, I've hosted a panel on unorthodox cosplay materials, and my first thought was, well, first I'll talk about orthodox cosplay materials, which took half the panel. And then I got into like a Q&A kind of exchange with my audience, and they obviously knew more about it than I did, because I wasn't, I've never been a super, uh, like I'm, I'm passable, uh, high end of average, I would say, cosplay skill level, but, um, you know, you're, we're always learning, so I just wasn't really qualified for that. I did do a panel on Harry Potter Too Tough Trivia, but I was mostly the charismatic co-host uh, to my boyfriend at the time who had the knowledge for it. That was a packed panel with um, Hogwarts Letters as prizes, and that was really well, really well received, but I would not be able to host that one on my own. Um, and then I hosted a panel, which I thought was a good idea, but it was up against a another... 18 plus panel by there, there was a dance by a popular DJ and another 18 plus panel by a very popular panelist so it just didn't really have a chance um, and it you know what it was was I had found some clips online and I gave people the option to dub it with their voices so I got some Jojo's Bizarre Adventure clips where Dio's fingering a sandwich. Like, honestly, I just went to a random episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, a random time signature, and it's Dio fingering a sandwich. That was the, I was like, that was the first clip I found on my, on my random search. So I was like, this is perfect. So, so it was, it was cute. Um, it really relied on the audience being funny, which is hard because you cannot count on your panel being good or bad or you either need to put in a bunch of fail saves Zach Zack and Uptown Cosplay have a really good game crappy games for crappy prizes the fast pacedness of it is what saves it because each game is less than five minutes so if you have an audience member up there who's not comfortable or confident or necessarily clever like funny 
they're only up there for a max of five minutes, so it just keeps the pace really fast, which I think a lot of panels struggle with. So yeah. Oh, and I was on a very bad uh, Ask panel where I was my Valentine from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it was okay. It was it was just pretty awkward. Um, it, and it was because we weren't a group of friends. We were a group of, like, I want people for my panel, and then we did the panel. I think if we were friends, we would have had more chemistry. Ask panels are hard to pull off, though. That's why Uptown Cosplay has so much... Uh, reverence, I guess, is so much fame for doing them because yeah. they are so hard to do funny. They are probably the only person I can think of who've done them funny because even doing a character, like impersonations are hard. Um, doing a character even for a short battle in cosplay chess is a challenge for a lot of people and for me, depending on the character and how similar they are to my personality or how much of a trope I can use to just portray that trope. Um, how many lines of dialogue can you memorize? Like for me in cosplay chess, if I'm doing a character from a movie, it's easier because it's only one movie's worth of material to internalize. If it's a character who's in a long-standing thing, for some people that makes it easier because you can get a greater sense of their character. But generally, their character becomes more complex. And then you're like, well, am I season one this character or season two this character? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I kind of went on a tangent there. <laughs> Has anyone else mm -hmm. hosted any panels that they thought were fun at at cons? Mm, nope. I I've uh, I've hosted several panels. I've had a couple of situations where I ended up hosting a panel that I wasn't supposed to. That's weird. That I don't know. Panels. The story. Just don't use names. It's fine. Uh, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I gotta be, I gotta be very careful with how I you go and what? say this. You know what? If you ended up hosting their own uh, panel, the, the least they can do is provide comedic content for your podcast. If you hosted, that their is panel. a fair point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, this actually connects to a previous convention panel that I didn't host, but I. Sort of, I guess, kind of produced. <laughs> Sorry, so, I've never heard of an I've, anime convention I, panel producer. Uh, you need, like, a badge <laughs> and a uh, fucking chair, like, producer. <laughs> Just sit in the back of the panel. All right, like, oh, yeah, Rob had, I produced this. <laughs> Rob had the trench coat in the hat for it. <laughs> he, like, before the panel starts, I know this is a director, I don't care, I'm going to keep going with the joke, yeah, has yeah. The, little, the little clacker yeah, thingy. Yeah. He's a three, two, one, panel. <laughs> What's the clacker called? Okay, go ahead, Rob. Sorry. That's literally what it's called, is a clacker. Ooh, good guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, this is one I think that John actually bore witness to. There was a train wreck of a panel that I was loosely involved with. Somebody that I knew asked me if I would write some bits for his Tonight Show I remember panel. that. Yeah, no, and it was a fucking train wreck. He did not bring the script that I had written for him. Uh, hadn't memorized anything. Uh, found out later was dealing with a bladder infection because he kept running to the restroom. During the panel? Like, that was That's just, not his and, fault. Yeah. No, no, that particular part wasn't, but everything and else was. he borrowed was. my oh, laptop, too. He didn't have his own laptop? Yeah, no, there... Aww. 
He forgot yeah, it. There was there was a whole bunch there was a whole bunch of shit going on with that him. one. So I'm not I'm I'm not gonna go and dwell on that one. Uh, but somebody that was there saw what we were doing and saw me trying to salvage the whole thing. And he had the idea, and this is one of the things that got me to my first Komori Con. So I helped out this other guy with this Tonight Show Dang. kind of cosplay panel. Yeah, and yeah, we were going to go and have uh, people in costumes and you know interviewing the character that they were cosplaying and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it was a fun idea. So got everything set up. And what I did not know at the time, and this is why I refuse to do things with people that I have not personally vetted anymore. Uh, what I did not know is that this guy apparently suffers from a bad bit of stage fright. Aww. So he started off trying to do this thing, and then ended up having this anxiety attack. So he ended up checking himself out, and I ended up actually filling in as the host of this thing for the remaining hour, oh, I want to say. We had, we had an hour and a half long slot. It was going on at the same time the Slants were doing a concert. This was back when KomoriCon was still at the Doubletree in Hilton. Uh, so I can't say... It, we were in a big room that could have accommodated, I think, our max cap was 120 mm-hmm. people. And we ended up with about 50 people, which oh, is still yeah. a good panel attendance. But not, not what it could have been, but still calling that good. Uh, but we started like 10 minutes late because a couple of the actors that we had for it were running late with costume makeup, all that kind of stuff. And then this guy having an anxiety attack, it's like, well, what happens now? Does the panel keep going on? And I was wearing something that, you know, I wouldn't go and call professional or anything like that. I had my Inspector Zenigata outfit, so I just got up there and was a ham. And you were an amazing ham. Yep, I am a ham. Dude, your Sinigata was awesome. So, yeah, so the only thing that was saving for me, because I didn't have the cue card notes or anything like that, but because I had written most of the material, I remembered most of it when I was up there. So, yeah, it ended up being pretty good. I sucked on the interview side of things. I was not good there, uh, because that was something I had not really written material for, so that was definitely... In anything like this, like, nerd culture, you don't know every character, and you never, ever will. The funniest content is when you ask questions that are geared towards what answers would be funny for that character, which we did with our dating game. Like, you made the questions from The Bachelor or Bachelorette uh, relevant to their character, and that would produce a funny answer. Mm-hmm. When you're interviewing characters you may or may not know about, that's tricky, you know? And then also, like, they yeah. probably have to do a bunch of improv then. And, you know, people's people's degrees of improv um, affinity are, are varying. I- improv's not yeah. easy. Improv's harder than scripted, I would no. say. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Oh, God, yeah. No, I mean, I John and I... <laughs> I should just say John and I, most of the people in this room uh, were part of an improv panel for uh, Kingdom Hearts cosplay group a few mm-hmm. years ago. Yes. And that was absolute <clears throat> madness. I loved every minute of it, despite it being terrible. <laughs> oh, I thought it was actually, but, uh, like, we had some yeah. fun with that. 
Oh, we had a lot of fun. Like, I do not regret us doing it. I do not regret us entertaining people. Most people yeah. were into it. But, I don't know. This is one of those things where I have to judge it a little bit more harshly because uh, outside of you two, Tyler and Cole, we had done it before at the previous AkiCon, this back when there was still some validity to that convention. And that one, we had we had practiced a lot. Like, we didn't obviously rehearse stuff because it's an improv panel, but we did a lot to try to make sure that we jived well, and we had a lot of bits that we did have prepared yeah, ahead I mean, of time. Yeah, I improv works best if you have a few things you can fall back on when there's dead space. You know, have a safety net for yourself, rehearse a few things, and then have those ready to go, I think is smart. Mm. And you can practice yeah. characterization. Improv shouldn't be the first time you attempt a character. It should be using a character you know how to be in a funny way. Guess what? I did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Yeah, you no, just, like, popped into the character you didn't know anything about, didn't you? I knew the stupidness cool. of it. That's about it. I guess. Well, sometimes you can get by on just reducing a character to a trope, like I said earlier. That's, mm -hmm. that is what Dane did. Dane just interpreted yeah. Harvey Birdman's, uh, <laughs> um... Boss. I remember his name. Yeah, his boss. Yeah, he just Bill that was the Ken kid. Seven. That's yeah. essentially <laughs> what I did is that Dang I took really a popular version of the character that I was as the crazy scientist and just rolled with it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I think it's better to do a good practice version. But it, you know, like when I did Lydia for the dating game, I just did Goth Girl because she's on screen in Beetlejuice for less than ten minutes, so I have to extrapolate a lot. And that, you know, that depends on how much there is yeah. to the character. The more you know about the character, the more you have to pull from, but also the more you know what they wouldn't do. Mm. So there are, mm -hmm. there are more restrictions yeah. and more information. Oh, no, I'm still pretty damn good. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I'd, I'd do it again. Actually, this, this kind of leads into the one, the next one I want to say is I've never hosted a panel. Uh, uh, but I, I have to ask. Would you consider Kings hosting? Um, no, because no. Amanda coordinates and hosts. Uh, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I was yeah. just kind of curious. I'm like, that's kinda. that's an that's an event, okay. not a panel. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, be, being a lead actor. Yeah, being a lead actor is very different. okay. I just wasn't. I wasn't sure because yeah. I was like, maybe that's kind of hosting, but not really. Right. Mm. Yeah. No. No. Because the big. The big difference between those is when you're being an actor for something like cosplay chess, you are performing, granted, to the audience, but your performance is focused board. on that yeah. board. You are focused within that square versus being a host, you are playing to the audience okay. exclusively. Yeah. Anyway, continue on. Sorry, Tyler. Also, yeah. with a host, uh, sorry, Tyler, um, with a host, you are coming up with your own idea for a panel and presenting that with cosplay chess or a skit contest, you're plugging into somebody else's idea. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hard because yeah, it's hard to come so. up with uh, ideas. I know what you're going to talk about, and I'm here for it. Go for it. <laughs> uh, improv Overwatch yeah, panel? Because I know uh -huh. you. I saw that improv <laughs> Overwatch panel glint in your eyes through this auditory medium. Yep. <laughs> I had a lot of fun in that. Um, yeah. I, I'm just a funny guy. I like to have so fun, humble. I like to make jokes. <laughs> 
No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> well, at least, he, at least he's at least he's truthful <laughs> on that regard. Uh, yeah, I, know, I mean, he's nothing if not I've known honest Tyler and for, I've known Tyler for almost 25 years, and humble is not a fucking word I would apply. I feel like people who were at that panel had a good yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, um, definitely. So I, Let I, him go. Let him have at least two minutes. Okay. He I gets want, two yeah. minutes. Can I, can I? Sir, can go I have it. another? Sir, another Tyler, minute, please, sir. <laughs> oh no! Now I'm now I'm under stress and I can't Tyler, think what to say. What was I gonna say? It started off. Now. It started off kind of, kind of wonky. I know the first two like we had to get our chemistry down. So like the first two kind of games were like, what are we figuring out here? And then after that, it was just like, oh, just be mm-hmm. silly. And then we just we just went with it. And I was just, I was there just hanging out with Zenyatta. Uh, Kent was beside me. Kent was Kent's fun to be with because he was he got into it. Because uh, he was being uh, Genji and I was Zenyatta, so we just kept doing the jokes. He was like, Master, what is this? I'm like, oh, this young one. I know you're so stupid, but this is a potato. And we're just, <laughs> we just went into it. We, we just, you got our character dynamics. So we had our, our his was the, is uh, uh, the student to mine. And I was just a robot. Just be a robot. That's all I got to do. You were Zenyatta. And say, with the dating game, what I did with the dating game was those kinds of jokes and just use that in whatever situation that involved uh, the improv, which is always just a bunch of fun games. It's just social games. It's like playing Jackbox, but having a crowd of people watch you play Jackbox, which is also pretty funny. So, <laughs> yeah. are my two minutes up now? You have, you have should 50 Should I slink away now? I, okay. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, hail Satan. <laughs> uh, 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 macrame potholders are pretty cool. <laughs> macrame potholders are pretty cool. Bar stools, rustic bar stools. Uh, Potato, what? Inside joke. But, Quick, place out. <laughs> yeah, well, you brought up a really good point about improv, not to be like, I'm a master actor, but I have been paid by a professional theater company, darling, and I did, I did place in, uh, in an acting competition, so I think I am qualified. Um, for improv, knowing your relationship is the bones of your improv. Having a master-student relationship, if you weren't on board for that, it could be really contentious and awkward. So mm-hmm. that's why, like, a lot of dating games... Um, so a dating game format, typically, we did a little spin on it where it was kind of semi-scripted, but typically you'll pull people from the audience. With improv, improv you have to say yes and... So, like, you agree with everything that's told to you. A lot of people who are pulled up as volunteers will kind of, like, I don't know, not nail the relationship, and it'll be like they're not trying to get a date. I don't know. And then they'll also kind of try to argue with it or answer not the question. Mm. But, you know, it's hard. It's also hard when you don't do the 18+. plus. It's so much easier to just make a sex joke and move on. Yeah. Yeah, but then, I don't know. But it also means more creative. 18 plus is, gets, there's certain raunchiness that happens at 18 plus that is just being vulgar for a sense of vulgarity, and it's just like, well, you can do innuendos. Innuendos are funny. It's why we have so much fun at at the main game panel, because we can make as many bloody innuendos as we want, and we can be really funny about it. Main game. Late night, you mean. Well, we made, we can... The we rule do... of innuendos in a PG-13 uh, thing for most cons is the uh, sexual meaning has to be less or equally obvious as a non-sexual meaning. Exactly. So, and... Yeah. So you can make innuendos, but they have to be, like, 
Like, for example, I did Sayoni in a, a skit. I did a skit where I had a staff, and I was like, I know how to handle a staff. Like, literally, I could just know how to handle a staff, but I meant penis. <laughs> <laughs> so who who still hasn't gone yeah, for no. favorite moment? We were mostly just talking about panels. We're just oh, talking okay. about panels. Mm-hmm. We're panel. Yeah, I mean, we haven't panels. really oh, talked oh. favorite moments. Yeah, to- <clears throat> I don't really have any other. Have panels. I gone to? I haven't what? been on any panels other than the one for the 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 um, Kingdom the Hearts. yeah the Kingdom Hearts p- improv panel. What are um, some you've attended that you've enjoyed? Uh, the old whose line is it anyway panels? Why? <laughs> that our friend Mama Samo used to Comedy. take part in when they were still going. Yeah. Did she? She was the red 13 from our first year that we went. Oh, yeah. Well, that's also because we saw a day where I really enjoyed like, the achievement. Not achievement. Hunters, anime, anime Hunters. hunters. The achievement but that's hunters. how, like, yeah, watching that's, those. yeah. But that's the funny, like, I I really enjoy improv comedy. Um, it's one of my favorite things in the world because I'm a huge fan of Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles, the whole gang from the the original shows and the current one. So... And that I just grew up watching that, so. I really like the Who's Line, but the format of the way the panels set, well, the way panel rooms are set up is there's a low stage that's about two, less than two feet above the ground, probably like a foot mm-hmm. and the chairs are all flat, and the mics are all on the table, so nobody speaking is miked, and the room just eats the sound, especially at SakuraCon. So I love those panels, but I really don't have great hearing. Uh, so that th- I struggle with them, and I really would like to enjoy them more. But even projecting those rooms are really difficult. But I don't know. Some of my favorite panels are interactive ones, and I like smut. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, saw this one coming. I like where fan fiction goes to die. I go every single year, except the one year they didn't have it. That made me sad. But um, that's the best panel ever, and then they have people come up and act things out, except you can't really touch each other. It's just where they read bad fan fiction. I've talked about this at length, but, you know, if I haven't convinced you to go anyway, by now, just just go. It's great. Uh, and then I, I went to one I really liked called Iron Artist, um, where the audience would give you suggestions on what to draw, and you would have a certain amount of time to draw it, you'd check in, and then they'd give you more stuff. Um, so, like, I, I did it once, and I actually got on stage, and I drew Santa Claus in a hot tub with the Mighty Ducks uh, and Rumpelstiltskin. And Question. Yes. Which Mighty Ducks? They were, no. they were masked. I, I do not know. No, 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 no. Rob gets the joke. Rob but gets the joke. They did say, I want to puck you, because I knew I was at an 18-plus panel, and I wanted okay. to puck you. Jo- okay, Robert, at least... G- were they actually ducks? No, they were the hockey team. Okay, there we go. <laughs> well, that's still that was still a hockey team. You didn't answer anything here. They were because still a hockey technically, team. there's three different versions of the <laughs> oh, Mighty no. Ducks. The Dude, one, the cartoon was the awesome. The cartoon, which is the awesome one. I really like those. Two, the alien actual, ducks. Yes. Two, the actual hockey team. And three, the, the little kid hockey team that, that was from the movies. It was the logo <laughs> yeah. that is on the jersey from the movies personified. I also uh, don't... 
That's still all three of them. Still all three. That's still all three of them. Wait, personified? Personified. She said personified. I don't know. It was up to artistic interpretation. Uh, Whatever you saw in that picture, man, I can't tell you if there's right or wrong. No, but you know what I was getting with was Santa Claus and the Mighty Ducks. That's why I was trying to make the joke. The the cartoon is the personification. Oh of, my gosh, uh, Logan, you guys are way so. too into the Mighty Ducks. It's because me and Tyler grew. It's because me and Tyler, and Tyler actually grew up watching this, and probably Rob too. I'm the same uh, yeah, age as you. I also grew up when Mighty Ducks were. The cartoon yeah, was good, but the movies though? sucked. Okay, enough with these Ducktales. The movies were good. And Emilio Estevez. Emilio. The movies sucked. The first, the first one was good. Yeah. The second two were like, yeah. kind of. But there, yeah, there. Yeah. Wait, second one was probably straight to DVD, wasn't it? Was it a theatrical release? No, I think that one was still a theater one. I know the third one was directed. Yeah. Was directed I think Emilio video. came back in the second one, but he wasn't there a whole lot. Yeah. I don't know if he was in the third one. No, in the third one, the main guy became the coach. And it was, yeah. What's yeah. he doing now? Nothing. Being on Daredevil. I, I, <laughs> I, okay, not not to go and derail you're, this here, but uh, you know recently I saw... I know. I know exactly what I'm doing, but just because we're talking about the obscurity that is the Mighty Ducks <laughs> movies you here. saucy bitch. Uh, <laughs> fucking obscure. Like, oh god. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just, what has left the zeitgeist of the movie-watching community. It is the Mighty Ducks. My god. Uh, so, I, I was reading some articles... Um, you know, just keeping up on news and all that stuff. And a uh, guy by the name of Sean Weiss, who was one of the actors in the movie. I'm trying to look up. Yeah, here we go. Played Greg Goldberg. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Go on. Yeah, he, he recently got arrested and charged with burglary for breaking into a guy's house while under the influence of methamphetamines. He actually was really lucky. He almost got his brains blown out, but the guy that he was breaking into the house of decided just to go and hold him there and wait for police to show up, thank God. But, uh, yeah. It's, uh, not a good look. Really sad. Really sad. Somebody tell something happy right now, please. I'm getting depressed. Um, puppies, duckies, penguins, just oh, animals in general. They're I just really cute all around. I that I'd never seen done before. Oh? talking about panels mm-hmm. uh i'm not really even oh. good at drawing but it was figure drawing and you were drawing people in cosplay it was fine and they were like giving you instruction like focus on one particular part of the model like their hand or their eyes or whatever i don't know i just really liked it um i wish they had had a higher variety of models but the models who they did have stayed really still there were some characters from bungo stray dogs which i have not watched um but yeah i don't know i kept my drawing mm-hmm. folded up and put in my purse um, but I thought that was really creative. There's there's a lot of panels like that you see frequently, and it's it's just nice to see when people are originals. That is interesting because that is like an interactive panel. It's one you haven't really thought about before. Because like I could see someone doing a tutorial on drawing <laughs> panel, drawing 101. But this is like a hey, take a piece of paper. We're gonna actually give you some information on to drawing and what to go. Well, I think, too, we'll all be happier if you choose a few relaxing activities that are still con. Because I tend to go really hard, and then I want to sit in the hotel and not wear shoes. 
Um, but if you, like, spend an hour reading manga in the manga library, go to a figure drawing panel, I think it'll tire you out less quickly, but you also mm-hmm. won't feel like you spent all of con in your hotel room. Right. Yeah, I like to just walk around. But your feet, my little foots. I wear so many heels at but, con because I'm stupid. Stop it, wearing it, They heels. look good. That, 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 is the unfort- that is the unfortunate reality, though. If there's one thing I will say that makes the male uh, cosplayer experience, I think, better than women's at convention, it has everything to do with the shoes that these characters have to wear. Because you poor women. Oh, my God. All of the heels. All of the weird shapes. Comfortable shoes. It just doesn't sell the fantasy. Yeah. No, that's just it. And then there's guys that it's just like, all we have are comfortable shoes. Boots, loafers, slacks, whatever the hell Mugen's <laughs> things are. They're just comfortable. Got us. They're uh, got us. You know, they aren't bad. I thought they would be they're worse. Loud. But they're loud. I quieted them down quite a bit. They're way quieter than they used to. I put those little mm. furniture things you put on the bottom of yeah, furniture yeah. and put that on them so they're just softer when they walk. <laughs> but I thought they'd be really bad. They make your calves... Sore because they're just. Would you like to explain the creation process for those? I had a two minutes on the clock. We had a crate. (laughs) uh, We had a crate that had showed up with material, and it was like it was a last minute cosplay because our Power Ranger cosplay hadn't arrived. So I was like, I got to make a cosplay because I'm leaving on a plane in two days. So I just had some like plywood crate that I just tore apart, and I was just like, jigsaw, sound that all off put it together, drill some things into it, and then take some fabric and weave it up and put it in there, and boom, done. I got myself some shoes. So Tyler nice. just made his own little flip-flops, but they have, like, two little wedges of wood on the bottom. They're, like, double high heels. Yeah. I made them way longer than I thought, and I was just like, oh, these are way longer, so I actually had to take them to the bandsaw and cut <laughs> them down. You were a tall boy. So You were one of the few Mugans yeah. that actually had the proper shoes. Yeah, and they're wide because I just like I just eyeballed sizes like this is my foot, and then it was like these feel kind of clunky and big, but I think that's the yeah. point. Mm-hmm. They are kind I'm of didn't the first big. time you wore them you almost wrecked your feet, or was that a different pair of shoes? I've never wrecked my feet. I almost my shoes. They've always been surprisingly comfortable. You almost oh probably a woman with her you heels. You almost wore those torture Maybe. devices on your feet for the Black Power Ranger costume. Uh, the padding with the strings on it. I'm like, you would have torn your feet apart. Oh, <laughs> no! Because immediately as I left the hotel room, just walked five feet. They just did what not work. I was like, these aren't yeah. gonna work. I had to make uh, ninja shoes, <laughs> tabby shoes. So I got my oh, socks. For, it was Power Rangers. And then I just put. Yeah, ninjetsu. So, uh, so ninjetti. So I took like I cut EVA foam <laughs> and like sandwiched that in for the sole and then just had the sock uh, basically was sandwiched in between the sole inside the sock and outside the sock and glued that together and was like put that on I'm like these should work these are the feet things and I'll just wrap them I around I told you those weren't going to work the socks since they were elasticy, as soon as you walked basically the, the weight of the sole just lagged behind and your foot would just go forward through the sock and then over hang over the sole and yeah, no. it did not work. You need to have a solid fabric, not an elastic fabric, because yeah. it was not holding we it. Were... I, was like, Tyler, so... I was like, Tyler, wear my shoes. 
yours were yours are super huge too so i like i'd put those on and they were still kind of awkward because i had uh so much toe length that the tabby goes into your big toe that's the design of it is your big toe mm-hmm. sits separate from your other things that didn't happen with me that part where the big toe comes in that's where my toes stopped so i just put them on and they were just kind of big and floppy so they're still kind of awkward but they worked i got my own now nice. so that's what you get for not getting your shoes squared away before con it was i thought i could make yeah. them i've made all my other shoes this is the first time i was just it's like, the first time your shoes have like, failed oh, you that's a pretty good yeah i had record. a one of my favorite yeah. memories, if I may, was from a AkiCon, and it was a cosplay charades match, where people could go on stage and reenact uh, anime scenes using, uh, you know, just char- like uh, I think charades is the right word. Yeah, just acting it out without talking. Yeah, and it was fun yeah. to see all these people. But me and Rob, we decided to go out there. It was on the last day, and we did uh, Full Metal Alchemist with. Uh, Oh, based on names where we were just flexing each other. We were just doing a half of a flex off. Oh, oh God, It yes. was the best thing ever, because immediately the moment we started doing... Their muscles are talking Immediately, as soon as we started doing that, everybody knew what it was. That's yep. interesting. I didn't know that was one... That seems like a more hardcore... Harder core anime? Like, that seems like more of, like, the truer... Because you have to know the scenes well, from the but, anime. But, to know that would have been long enough that them. Full Metal Alchemist was at its peak, and if you're going to be successful, it's still at its it peak. never stops peaking. Um, you you know peaking. you just know what scenes to pick and what scenes not to pick. If the, if your mm-hmm. if your host sets you up correctly and tells you like, well, make sure to pick iconic scenes. Don't be like, this is the you know. It still would be a really hard one, but I think that's a great way to get the audience involved. Too many panels do not involve the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Hot take. I got a hot take. Is it a take I think because you're that... hot and you're making the take? Stop it. Um, Stop it. <laughs> um, my hot take is... People... Permission to strike that from the podcast. People, people still do this, but in the form of skits where that that is just some of their skits where they just reenact the scene from an anime. Uh, that's hot not take. a charade, though, because there's volume to it, and they usually just rip the audio... And if you go to our panel on skit writing, which we are posting on our YouTube, I will mention what I think of people reenacting yep. anime scenes for skit contests. Spoiler alert! Don't do it! We don't have the context of the anime. You're just spoiling the end without giving us any lead-up or emotional investment. But still, go check out the YouTube video if you would like to. We're actually just going to post both of our panels from the Discord con on YouTube. We'll probably repeat this at the end of the podcast in case you zoned out in the middle. <laughs> or you're one of those people that kind of just like kind of just have us in the background. How dare you background us? Girl. We know who you are. Please don't listen to her. Please don't <laughs> listen to her, people. It's okay. We know you listen to us when you're working on your cosplays, and you need that extra little bit of motivation to remind you. Yes, yes, it is worth it. It is worth it. Just keep going. Don't worry about those multiple blisters you have from your hot glue gun. It's okay. You're gonna make it through this. You're gonna get through. Okay, don't worry about that seam that you didn't go into entirely correctly. You've got a gap here. You can go back over. You can fix it. I we believe love in you. The seam ripper. It's so fun <laughs> and cathartic. Just, just rip seams. Oh, you right. guys are sociopaths. Who the fuck likes seam ripping? <laughs> I was about to say. I was like, I know someone's. Is she gonna react? Is she gonna react? It there means a it's you cathartic. made a mistake. 
B, you're going to have to do that shit again. But C, after you fucking rip all these yeah. seams? Goodness. Girl. Yeah, it's cathartic. It's you, like undoing. It's like... If you... Okay, I had to seam rip. I'm being really interrupty tonight. I apologize. A, Hot take. A, Hot take. A, Go. A stretch stitch goes... Is a straight... St- a, God. Goodness. Goodness. Godness. Words. Blah, blah, blah. That take was so hot, oh, you couldn't even spicy say Spicy in my mouth, gonna give the roof of my mouth a burn. Uh, like hot pizza that I didn't wait to cool down because <laughs> it's pizza and I love it. Uh, <laughs> um, straight stretch stitch, motherfucker. Uh, goes back and forth three times for each stitch so that you can stretch it, but I think it is superior to the zigzag stitch because the zigzag stitch doesn't give you as, like, sleek of a of a seam um so if you don't know how to use stretch stitches on your sewing machine it is a game changer but uh if you have to seam rip one of those every stitch is three wide (laughs) ah it's hell i had to do it for mount lady i just cut my (laughs) stitches i'm a bad girl i'm a naughty bitch Yeah, we saw what your That's Mount Lady was like. rude. I worked so hard oh. on that. That is my art. <laughs> I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking about your costume. I was talking about the fact that you're oh. a naughty character. She Look is you bad. Backtracking. You haven't. Yeah. You're backtracking, <laughs> you boy. No, you inferred you're have something. To write out, like five compliments. Just slip them into my DMs, and I'll forgive you. A DM? No, <laughs> write him in a letter and Write them in a letter in your finest calligraphy, and I will. It'll give her a second reason to go. It'll give her a second reason to go to the post office. <laughs> second. I have to mail full something, but the post office lines oh, have been yeah. really long ah. for some reason. I don't know why everyone's sending mail right now. Nothing else to do, but a yes. But yeah, seam ripping is for chumps. Don't do it. Do it. Do, do it. it. It's cathartic. It clean it cleanses it. it it's does. like it's like ginger with sushi. Ew. It cleanses Ginger's the palate. <laughs> you flick it off and you go, I can do this better and cleaner, and then you do it, and then you go, That is a nice seam. I'm glad I went back and we did it. Now the whole thing overall I am comfortable with. And then when I put my costume on at con, I go, I'm enjoying this costume. I don't go, my costume looks like shit. Uh, or you just Amy. perfect the first time, like I do. <laughs> Amy. Surge everything. Surge the world. Surge. Surge everything. That is actually a valid thing. Surge everything. Yeah. Just do that. That's also cathartic, too, because you surge that, and your seams, like, it cuts that the off. The serger like, is cathartic, oh, but don't edge. surge through four layers of fleece or you'll break your machine. Not speaking from personal experience. Just kidding. Totally. Four layers It don't of like fleece. it. Amy. Especially, I'd like an inch. Cole. Cole you, you mentioned something Cola about Montes, Cola Rella, Colna, Colna. Cole, go ahead. I'm waiting to see how many you can think of. What the hell just happened there? Apparently, Cola apparently, apparently we, we were just we were just shy of a we were just shy of a Cola. Okay, fuck there, oh, man. That, okay, so that was too let's far. Let's go. Colbert, Colbert, it's Robin Cole's child. No. But in any case, um, I, I going back to something. Amy, as soon as we're done with this, I'm dragging you on GTA for torture. But going back to what you were just saying, um, something about uh, you were saying when Tyler uh, mentioned ginger. I'm, I'm assuming you're not a fan. I don't like ginger. Okay, ginger. then you would not like what one of my coworkers does. He eats raw ginger root as a snack, like an apple. 
I wish I liked ginger because I suffer from extreme motion sickness and it helps. Mm. But yeah. Um, as a joke, I gave him four and a half pounds of ginger root for Christmas. That's not a joke. That's just a nice gift. No, and then he was like, thank you very much. It lasted, I, I ate it in a week. Paul <laughs> tried to be... F- yeah, that's just no, a I nice know, but gift. Paul tried to be like funny and like do a gag gift, and it was no, that was it, it was a sincere, it was a You're sincere like, gag gift because for everybody else it was funny and for me it was funny, but for thing? him it was also funny but also thing? still needed because he's like, oh cool, I was running out. Cole tries to give you a sincere thing. gift and you open it up and it's a whoopee cushion. <laughs> 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 he just gets them mixed up. <laughs> Whoops. But um, I know going... how you've been going through a hard time. Have this whoopee cushion. <laughs> Here you go. Um. No, uh, going into something else as well that we were kind of talking about favorite um, con memories. For me, there's one that always stands out to me, and it's actually, this is me hyping Tyler and his skills. Uh, <laughs> because his ego's already fucking huge. Yeah, and he suffers make it even from bigger. low self-esteem. You should definitely give him compliments. Yeah, I know. Um, this was four or five years ago. We were on the board as Miguel and Tulio in the main game. Um, and we were doing our Miguel and Tulio bullshit, bullshit, kind of just being nerds. And we were right next to, uh, our friend Caitlin, um, who I can't remember what character, I think it was a character from Legend of Korra, I think. I can't remember. It was a waterbender of some sort. And uh, her, she character asked to see the map and we joked and we showed it and then her just face was like holy shit that's really good it's actually the actual map I'm like yeah, yeah that's him <laughs> that happened multiple times too to get the other people there there's just like there was the one guy who was like can I see your map and we're like no it's ours and he's like no seriously can that, I was see really that was Caitlin that was Caitlin yeah 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 uh, was was that was she Legend of Korra? I can't remember who it else? was, but it was a waterbender. Because I thought there was a male that did that too. That was no, decided. that was her. We get it. You're a master cartographer. Well, it's a panty dropper for everyone at Con, male and female. But no, the funny part was is that everybody thought it was just a piece of paper, uh, and no, then they it's, looked. It's really nice. I, got I mean, you know. Anybody else would have just done a piece of paper just as a No, prop. Tyler just builds the whole fucking map and then ages it. Yeah. I got thanked for cosplaying Zenyatta. There's a, a child came up to me and thanked me. Thank you, he said. Like, oh, oh. That's just the best That's kind nice. of feeling, isn't it? It's weird. I was, confu- I was just like, okay, yeah. okay. I wonder, yeah. I bet you were his main and you never thought he'd see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's I like what I that. Thought. That's even better than good job. I'm gonna start thanking people for cosplaying characters I like. Yeah. The only Thank other, you. the <laughs> only other thing that I thought was the oh. best um, was the first time um, Rob, Tyler, and I all went out in full suit. Birthday oh. suit? <laughs> no, but no. <laughs> yeah, close enough. <laughs> close enough. Our Power Ranger suits are our birthday Under suits. Under their clothes is just Power Rangers, boys. We're like else. Spider-Man, but Power Rangers. There's no nudity in your life. We're like Power Rangers, but yeah. Power Rangers. <laughs> but um, no, the first time we ever walked, we walked around the con center in full costume, and we couldn't. And once we kind of got into the busier areas, we couldn't walk further than five feet at a time before being stopped. In a weird way, that was probably the funnest time I've had in a long time. 
I got sore from holding yeah, the same position yeah. for so long. <laughs> Seriously. What, we're just in that position. We're like, it's we're in this, this traffic thing where people come, take a picture, and then they leave, but other people show up. So it was just this constant flow, and we're like, are we stuck here? What do we do? Do we move? <laughs> I don't know. I like all the pictures, being though. Being stuck at Con Do you agree yeah. with the, Would you agree with that, Rob, that being one of our favorite memories? Oh, definitely. I mean, I... It's not the only time that I found myself in that situation, but it's the only time that I've done that with other people, and that's yeah. Such for me, a great for me, feeling. it was the first time that it ever happened. Um, Tyler, of course, got pictures from the year before, and everything like that, or two years before, I guess. What I can't remember how many years we went to Con before we met you, met the crew, but but yeah. I don't know. It's 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 also a game. Like if you if you want to like do that, then you got to pick characters that you know are like kind of mainstream and like popular, and people will be like, oh, excited. But then you also there's also that side, I've said this before. Uh, I guess I'm going to say it again. There's all that side effect. You pick this obscure character that you're not going to get a whole lot of pictures, but when someone does recognize you, they are even more ecstatic about it that it's like it feels a different kind of appreciation that you're like they are someone who we're never going to expect to see this character so when they do they're just like oh you're this from this and then you have to go yes you actually know yay and then you guys are like yay and then you start dancing and then go uh you're gonna get his copyright striked and then orgy under 30 seconds he's fine one memory I'd like to share was uh, getting back onto this into a, onto a stage with Amy with uh, Sub Zero and Elsa. Oh God, that uh, was lovely. because that was that was my first it time was. meeting Amy, and it, 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 <laughs> it was, was a, for the contest. <laughs> it was for the it was I, for I the contest that. for my Sub Zero costume. <laughs> Rob was like, "Oh hey." My friend John has a Sub-Zero cost. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. I was convinced my idea was good, but nobody would do it with me. I asked Dane and I asked Rob, and Rob's like, I won't do it with you, but here's my friend John. And I was so desperate to do the skit idea. It was Let It K.O. It was Elsa starts seeing Let It Go, and then Sub-Zero comes on and is like, I need a song about my feelings. And then they have a good song about, I'm like, you don't have to fight anymore. It's a game, but you don't have to play. You don't need to fight Scorpion anyway. And then at the <laughs> end... I rip out his heart and it's a fatality because nobody steals my solo. <laughs> so yeah, we like met at con, choreographed it. Like I don't even know this person, but I'm asking him to record audio for me and putting it in here. I it was I, a really cool way to know. I still someone. that are that that that. Mm -hmm. Well, I still feel so weird still up about on it. Our YouTube channel. Yeah. It's on. It, it's never okay. been on ours. You, know what, you could post the better quality one on our Soccer Rangers YouTube because I just have the low quality one on my YouTube. But you shot a really good one. Um, I'm am cu curious what the how many what the view count on that is. That'd not be funny. very high. Nobody really uh, it was skit contest entries was, on YouTube. What made that memory fun for me though was that was my first time ever getting back on the stage since high school. Yeah, it's cool. And it's getting so back on in high school. And I felt like we had great chemistry. I was like, you know what, this is gonna be fun. I wasn't expecting us to win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm still... <laughs> the whole thing is just so weird to me because I barely knew Amy at that point when we had the discussion about Sub-Zero yeah, and all just, of I that. Yeah, that was just... I think it was like, yeah. Then I dropped... Yeah, then I dropped your name 
which I normally don't give out other friends' personal information, especially to somebody I hardly know, but it's just like, this is the kind of thing that John would kill for. I'm going to take a <laughs> chance on this. And it goes, from that, they meet a con, they figure out their choreography and all that, and then, not only do they win, but, god damn it, not only do the people that are hosting the thing referring to that as relationship <laughs> goals, but there's a chick behind me that I could hear audibly when I recorded it saying something to the effect of, Aw, I want us to be like that, babe. That was funny, though. I didn't have the heart to tell him that John and I were not only not dating, but it just met. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I think I think the fact that the, the like, fact you that went that's from what the case was makes it even fucking funnier. <laughs> no, that's just it. It's insane. It's hilarious that they went from basically not knowing each other at the start of the convention to walking off the stage and everybody assuming that they're like the healthiest cosplay relationship ever. Congratulations, <laughs> I guess. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I know, I that know. That was really fun. I do regret one thing that I didn't mention in our panel. Um, we used a lot of auto-tune on our audio, and I thought mm -hmm. it made it sound better. Mm -hmm. It's better to just sound raw and, like, yeah. emotional. Makes it, yeah, it, it makes depends it on real. how much auto-tune you use. And this is coming from... The, hold on, hold on. Yeah. This is coming from someone who actually did the school stuff for it. And I do know, and I and I do, I I will agree. Too much auto tune makes you sound like Cher, and and that's it. And and, and, and it. Damn it, in life I copyright stricken. But like, I'm just Tyler, saying, that, like, just gotta let it go. Like minor changes are definitely a good thing. Sometimes the average audio editing novice does not know how to do that appropriately. That's and agreed. I even outsourced it to somebody, and they did not do it. Uh, appropriately. I will definitely ads. agree with that is that most people when they first start using autotune use it completely wrong. Um, mm -hmm. You're only supposed to use it as a peaker not as a over an overall arc. Um, the the autotune used to be the secret weapon of, of audio engineers until Cher. Yeah. And well, then Cher's like let's do this. And <laughs> The gays will love this. <laughs> I don't this know is the gay, but this is the gay. Cher this was is literally <laughs> trying to make gay people her target audience. So. Yeah. Um, yep. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I just, I think it is better to have a, like at that point I was so hung up on like, our singing needs to be good. Uh, can you sing? It doesn't matter. Like, it's better to emote and to be I, clear and have your, your words clear. And honestly, I think it's funnier when you see some when you have when you have someone that can kind of sing, and singing it, and it's kind of, obviously it's the character singing, and they're like, okay, this guy can't, the the, the this character can't sing, <laughs> like that type of thing. Like, it, here's my thing, kind of to go and back Amy's point here, and I don't know, this might sound like a narcissistic thing to even be bringing up here, but. By comparison to Let It K.O., where you did have a lot of the auto-tune effects, and I will say, I don't think that they were done bad, but taking what Boy, you had the there... Days. We're, you're okay. I think John I'd... recorded on his phone. Like... <laughs> <laughs> recorded on my old gaming headset, actually. Yeah, there we go. So one rock band mic and one gaming set headset does not a professional recording studio make. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. yeah. So <laughs> compare. Sorry. <laughs> compare. 
comparing that to what we did with Diva, or even for that matter, what we did with uh, You're Welcome, I do think that there's a certain genuineness that comes from just having that unfiltered audio. I feel like depending on what kind of performance you're trying to do, yes, if this was 100% musical, and I mean that in terms of like a solid song, yeah, the autotune would probably be more appreciated. But Sing Speak doing more of the show tune stuff, I don't feel like that lends itself as well. And the stuff that you did with that and later on with us, that was definitely something I feel like would have benefited more from honestly just being you guys instead of trying to go and be Idina Menzel. <laughs> I will be Idina. Yeah, no, and I mean, it, it, you're trying to learn a song in a short amount of time and all that, but I, I agree now. Your timing needs to be clear and your enunciation needs to be clear. Try to be on the right notes, and if you can't, fake it or sing speak. We go over this mm -hmm. in our panel on the Software Rangers YouTube. <laughs> With the link... As you can tell, Amy is really, really proud of well, what's happened with that. My picking a panel subject is pick something you know how to do, I guess, is to make this all come full circle when I went on a tangent like an hour ago, uh, is, is you need to be knowledgeable about it and you need to have a healthy understanding of it, even in an acting type panel. Because if you are right. doing an ask panel, you are doing an acting panel have some experience acting, watch some YouTube videos on it, practice with your group before the day of con, don't just do a random call out on the internet for people who have the right costumes to fit. That's not adequate. Um, or at least meet up on Thursday for a little bit. I mean, obviously there are conventions at an anime, con there, there are panels at an anime convention. It's not the fucking, it's not primetime TV, but you know, when you, when you have a higher quality thing that you're knowledgeable about, you can relax and it's fun and it's not stressed when you put the preparation in. And um, I definitely want to do this panel again because I do feel like because we've done so many skits and we've won awards, we are speaking from a point of authority. We know what works and what doesn't works, what doesn't work. And then if other people give us advice, we can integrate that. But it's 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 nice. It's nice to share the love and then we all win because we all get to see better skits because of it or better panels. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, cool. Groovy. I don't know. I Do we got we, anything else to I say? Think we wrapped up. I mean, yeah. the dating game went well. Yeah, we did that. Went yeah, great. no. Put I put a bow on it, Cole. Um, yeah. I would like to say that, of course, in this difficult time with everybody, I'm glad that you were able to give us a little bit of time, just to give us a little bit of stupid, to deal with our little bit of stupidity that we like to call our, our podcast. And, and, of course, we're all in this together at this point, and hopefully we will, well, actually, no, we will get out of this all together, and in the end, we're going to grow as be, uh, grow in the end and become better in the end. So, if you would like to check us out, uh, check out any of our old podcasts, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, sorry, and, of course... Or in anywheres that a for our free podcasts are sold, and if you ever have any questions for us to talk about or anything that you want us to talk about on the show, on the show, you can shoot us an email at soccerrangerspodcast at gmail dot com. Oh, thank God I you got it! Did right it last time too. Fuck you, and. <laughs> 
<laughs> and and of course you can also check us out on on Facebook. You can also check us out on Twitter and our Instagram. But of course, if you want to shoot us a message on Instagram, that's probably the fastest way you're going to hear from from one of us. But in any case, thank you so much, and we hope to see you next time on the Soccer Rangers podcast. We'll see you next time, and remember, we're all in this together. Take care.